You want to find your tribe of raving fans. And that's just what we're here to help you do. This is the Digging Deep Podcast with 360 Media, where we help entrepreneurs build better businesses by not only sharing insights and candid conversations, but by nurturing our minds as well. Get ready to explore, plan, and showcase your business, because here we go. Here's your host, Chief Strategist of 360 Media and Educator at TacticalProgram.com, Justin Lamb. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Digging Deep, where I help business owners build better businesses. And today I am being joined by a gentleman from India. We have Vikrant Sharaya from India joining us here today. And he has got a new book, How to Write a Best Seller. Uh, and it's going to be, I'm going to guess it's going to be hitting stores in, in no time flat. So, uh, you know, excited to, to chat with you, Vikrant. Thank you for joining me here today on the show. Thank you so much, Justin, for having me. So, Vikrant, tell me um, a little bit about, you know, your history, you know, how did you get to where you are today? Sure. So it's actually a very long story, but I'm going to be keeping it short, uh, keeping in mind the length of the podcast. So uh, everything started when I graduated from my high school and my dad asked me, what do you want to become in your life? And just because all of my friends and peers, they were taking admission in engineering college, I told him that I'll be an engineer. And uh, my dad thought that I'm kind of very serious about my career. So he sold his land, got my admission in an engineering college. And um, so I'm here in another city, right? Um, and going through all the engineering lectures. And of course, I was not liking everything, all the lectures, because everything was extremely theoretical. And um, I was crystal clear in the engineering college that uh, engineering is not for me. And I'm not for engineering. So um, that was, I was, I was damn sure about it. I was still not sure what I'll be doing apart from engineering. Uh, I discovered uh, a self-help section in my college library in the third semester. And I was reading so many books. And one day I found this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And uh, it completely changed my perception about life and finance. The very same day, I just dropped out of the college, started my first business, and uh, hired a bunch of employees, made so much of mistakes, and then within six months, the company failed. And of course, I had to shut down the company because I completely ran out of, ran out of money. And uh, at the age of 18, I was at financial debt of around more than $5,000. And uh, here I was. So now i was searching online how to make money online with zero investment uh, and then i discovered self-publishing so this is where i came into self-publishing i published my first book then i started helping people with my coaching consultation then i discovered that there's so many people out there who uh who have the amazing ideas stories to share with the world but really don't have the time in the skill set to sit down and write the book so then I assembled a team of book writers, editors, publishers, marketers, and I created a done-for-you book writing publishing marketing services through which now I'm helping hundreds of entrepreneurs, coaches, experts, thought leaders, business owners turn their ideas into a best-selling book in just six months, even when they don't have the time and skills to write a book. Interesting. Yeah. And so 
you know, the world of self-publishing has actually is quite blown up in the last little while. Uh, and, and, you know, much in part, I believe, to Amazon uh, and Kindle. I think they, they've really revived the, the book trade. Uh, so tell me a little bit about uh, the, the, the journey to, to self-publishing. Like, so how many books have you written up to date? So for me, initially, when I used to write books, like I used to write it under my pen names. Now I have unpublished almost all the books. The reason being because of, I, I didn't have the expertise on those topics and I found it very <laughs> kind of unethical to publish books, which I don't have expertise on. But the thing is, at that point of time, I really had to pay my bill, really had to pay rents and really had to pay the debt. So that's why I was publishing that. But once I started making some money from my other things, like I started helping people with my skill set, like how to write and publish a book and make money out of it, and also like grow their business, build their personal brand. Then I unpublished all the books. Talking about my books, like uh, now I have published two books under my name. For my name, the first one is Power the Success Mantra, and uh, I also recently published How to Write a Bestseller, which shows exactly step by step uh, instructions on how to take the book idea and turn it into a best-selling book in just six months. Fantastic. And you know, for those people who are listening, uh, you know, and, and may not really understand what self-publishing is. Now, what, what is self-publishing by comparison to traditional publishing? So initially, like uh, maybe 20, 25 years ago, there were only major traditional publishing companies like who, first of all, you had to initially write the book, then you had to find maybe an agent. Then of course, there's a waiting line. You have to submit your books in so many uh, publishing channels. Uh, and then of course, maybe they would accept it. Maybe they will not accept it. So maybe they're just only 0.5% success rate or acceptance rate, or maybe less than that as well. And even if they will select it, like they will also be taking uh, so much control of your book. They will also be taking a lot of percentage of your royalty. And then, of course, uh, you, you completely lose control of the creativity of the book. So this is what used to be traditional publishing. And then um, a few years ago, self-publishing came. And of course, uh, Amazon KDP or Kindle Direct Publishing, it uh, made it very popular. But the thing is that now with self-publishing, you can write your book, edit the book, and then of course, do all kinds of things like cover designing, formatting and then publish the book and with having all the controls of the book right uh, there's not there's not going to be any publisher involved you will be own you're, you'll be your own publisher and uh, this is basically what exactly the self-publishing is and now uh, nowadays it is extremely easy you can simply upload your book upload your files on amazon kdp and not only at amazon there are other platforms like ingram spark through which you can have really major like you can publish and distribute your book in major outlets and retailers like Barnes and Noble, Scobo, Apple Books. There's so many different places as well. So now of course self-publishing has is completely changing the entire game. Now with that, I mean a lot of people use ghostwriters. I mean like say Gary Vaynerchuk, he also uses a ghostwriter. Um, you know, what is the the pros of having a ghostwriter, you know, help you with that book. Uh, and before we kind of get into the how to write it yourself, but, you know, seeing that you helped people do that, you know, if somebody's looking for a copywriter, uh, you know, what do they need to bring to the table? How does that sort of create uh, the, that and formulate the idea? 
first of all, now uh, let's talk about what are the pros of having Ghostwriter. Mm. So almost all the top 1% people, most of them who have written a book, they have taken help from a Ghostwriter, right? Including Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Richard Branson, right? Stephen Covey, like all of these really popular authors with popular books out there, they had ghostwriters behind the book. The thing is, they knew that they really don't have the time, first of all, to actually sit down and write. And also, they didn't have the skill set. The thing is that these ghostwriters, they, are, they have an expertise of taking your interviews, and then they can write the book uh, in your voice with your personality. Now, this is the pros. Like, you're going to save so much of your time, so much of your energy and effort. Uh, so... If in your case, if uh, you value uh, your time way more than money, then of course you should definitely hire a ghostwriter. But with ghostwriting also, there are some cons as well involved. Most of the ghostwriters, like um, whenever they take your interviews, they write the book for you. But the problem is most of these people, they write the book for you in their voice, with their experience and expertise. And of course, there will be no personality inside your book if they're going to be writing a book. So these are the cons of the book. And to really solve this issue, what we have done is we have created a system called angel writing, which is a hybrid version of a ghostwriting where it completely is based on the interview process. It means the angel writer uh, take your interviews. First of all, they create work with you to create a book outline, right? And then once the book outline is ready, then, of course, they start taking your interviews chapter by chapter, and then they write the book for you in your voice with your personality. And this is what, this is how the angel writing solves that problem. Fantastic. And now, so I'm in the process of writing a book. Um, and, and with that, uh, you know, there's so much confusion or frustration in terms of, you know, how do you curate enough content into a book so that you don't dilute it because I mean especially in the coaching world where I spend a lot of my time uh, helping and educating people where do you draw the line or how does how does a person figure out how to narrow down the book's topic and scope enough to give expertise um, but at the same time be full enough so that you know people are going to get something out of it that transformation process that happens with you know really great books Sure. Uh, there are going to be a few things involved over here. If you talk about exactly how to come up with more and more ideas for your book, and of course, not having, uh, like, of course, as you mentioned, like not having the ideas diluted over there as well. So one of the key thing is, first of all, uh, people, uh, like one of the, the biggest mistake people make is they don't start with a book outline, right? They start writing with the book and then of course they don't know exactly where to start, where to end. This is one of the most, uh, the biggest problem due to which they are not able to actually uh, come up with more and more ideas. If you have a book outline ready, then you know exactly where to start, what, what, where to end, and what to exactly fill in each and every chapters and table of contents. Now, if even if like you have the book outline ready and you are still uh, looking for more and more ideas, so one of the things which I recommend to my clients is um, they should check out top 50 or 100 books out there in your market. And of course, now it's really, really easy. Like they can simply go to Amazon, see like top 
hundred or fifty books which are selling really, really good in your target market, and then they can use this feature called Look Inside on Amazon and check out the table of content, see exactly what people are delivering, right? And then you will get some ideas from there as well, and then they can also check out the three star reviews on those books. These three star reviews, like these people, they tell you that exactly what are the pros of the book and what are the cons as well. What exactly is missing inside the book? So these are the places where you will get some idea. There are also some ways like you can uh, explore Facebook groups where you can ask them direct questions about those topic ideas, right? You can run some polls, you can run some surveys. And then of course, they are maybe they're going to be maybe 10,000 or 15,000 more than that as well members in so many different Facebook groups. You can simply ask them the questions and they will be answering you. You can directly talk to them on Facebook as well. Nowadays, there's also one other way like uh, which recently came. It is using artificial intelligence to help you create more and more ideas for you. And maybe you are aware about that. There are so many tools out there nowadays like writer.me or conversiondate.ai, which also calls Jarvis. So you, if you simply put your basic idea right, just the basic idea, then it's going to come up with maybe just more than 50 different sub ideas around those topic. And then you can uh, use it, use the same tool to write some of the basic content of the book. And then you can use uh, your own writing style and write the uh, entire book for you. So these are few of the, 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 these are some of the ways through which you can get, you will never be uh, worrying about, like, I don't have enough ideas to complete the book. Interesting. So, so in, in that sense, you know, if you have such a, like, let's just say an expertise that is like broad sweeping, like, you know, a business coach has so many tools, so many things under their repertoire. And, you know, would you suggest that we start with a, like a very, very micro topic? Uh, or do you start with a big overarching topic, knowing that you're going to write about those subtopics later? Would you, would you, would you prefer or would you suggest, you know, from a marketing and from a, um, you know, uh, an industry uh, authority standpoint, is it better to write a broad topic first to get kind of, you know, a big overview of it and then writing micro books underneath uh, that sub you know, so sort of the different genres within that overarching topic, or do you like just narrow down to like a single, you know, finite subject and write solely about that. And then, you know, just continue to write your, your anthology that way. Actually, it depends on person to person. For some people, they should write a book, which is going to cover the broader topic. And for some people, it is required to just write something very, very niche specific. Let me explain. So um, whenever we start working with any client, we help them to create a book outline quadrant. Now, exactly what is book outline quadrant? It has four different elements, the book idea, why you are writing the book, the target readers and hook of the book, means why the, how the book is different from other books. The second element is why. And this element is one of the most important element uh, and this is going to help you craft the entire book in such a way, which is going to be valuable for your readers, as well as valuable for your backend business. And it's going to also fulfill why exactly you started writing the book. Now, the thing is, um, 
most of the people nowadays, they, they think they know that why they should write a book is going to help them with the personal branding, maybe get them more leads. The thing is, they should come up with what's their primary why, why exactly they want to write this book. For example, if they just want to write a book for their personal branding, then maybe they should cover more of their personal stories. If they want to uh, generate leads with the book, then maybe they should have a lead generation funnel inside their book and they can offer something uh, inside the book. And of course, they can click on that link, they can get to the landing page and then they can get that maybe free copy of checklist or a, or a mini web video series or something in exchange of the email address. So the thing is, depending on exactly why you want to write a book, you have to uh, think about whether you want to go broad or whether you want to go niche. For example, so if you your goal is to maybe uh, your audience is very niche specific, that uh, there's going to be maybe a broader audience is going to be or broader topic is going to be leadership and the niche specific uh, topic is going to be how exactly to uh, take care of maybe DEI means diversity, equity and inclusion, how to take care of that in the leadership role. So depending on, for example, if your backend program is about just the DEI, where you just tackle diversity, equity and inclusion, uh, then you should definitely write a book just about that topic, not the overall leadership. Otherwise, there are going to be thousands of people, but still maybe out of thousand, maybe just 10 people will be interested in your backend program, right? So depending on the, your goal, depending on exactly what's your backend program is, exactly why you want to write a book, you have to choose whether you want to go broad or you have to go very niche. Well, that's really interesting. That's really great uh, information. I'm hoping somebody you know who's listening to this is finding this really interesting because you know I, I definitely am. So now let's get to this book. Now you know when you talk about how to write a bestseller, you know I can't believe that that very many people write about this particular subject and when they talk about copywriting or whatever. Um, so so what inspired you to um, you know to create that formula uh, to to write a bestseller? Yes. So. Uh... The thing is, uh, initially, when uh, nine or 10 years ago, when I started helping people with my coaching, with my courses, like how to write a book, then most of uh, these people, they were able to write and publish their book. But there were a lot of people as well, like who were not able to complete their book. And then they started reaching out to me that, hey, like Vikrant, can you please help me write the book? Can you do the writing part for me or editing part for me or publishing part for me? Because I really don't have the time. And then I was, when I was doing the research and I figured out that there's so many people out there like who need these kind of services. Then I assembled a team of editors, writers, publishers, marketers, and created this company. Initially, now, of course, the company's name is bestsellingbook.com. Initially, when I started, the company's name was The Books Factory, where we used to create books, right? We used to produce books. But uh, when, of course, I'm really passionate about marketing of these books and these things and are one of the uh, key element or one of the, the selling USP is uh, to have a great marketing and make it a bestseller. And almost every book which we were producing, it started becoming bestsellers. So the thing is what we did is we had to rebrand the entire company just because uh, this is what we used to do. Like we used to produce the best-selling books. So we rebranded the company to bestsellingbook.com. Uh, and uh, 
then also I decided that I should also write a book. So we offer uh, done for you book writing, publishing, marketing services. And of course, we have a, a price for that as well, price point for that as well. But I also wanted to help people like who really can't afford those, uh, those services. And they just wanted to write and publish the book themselves. That, that was one of the reasons like why I wanted to write a book to also help those market segment as well who really wanted to write a book but really don't have the uh, money to hire a professional services uh, providers. So for those people, I wrote this book, How to Write a Bestseller. Cool. And so just for context, you know, when people are, you know, struggling to, to you know, wanting to hire a person, uh, I think reality hits when it happens. But, you know, what can a person uh, expect to to pay if they were to have a uh, an angel writing team on their on, on their behalf, not just not 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 including the marketing. Well, let's just talk about you know straight up you know in terms of writing, and then what do we need to budget for from a marketing standpoint? Sure. So uh, if you talk about the angel writing or ghost writing, they're going to be three price point or three tiers price point. The first is going to be high. Like if I'm going to search for like what exactly the top ghost writers charge, they charge more than hundred thousand dollars, like six figures to just write the book for you. And of course, like they offer really, really high quality product. If you go with the mid uh, service, then of course they charge around $15,000. And if you go with the lower version, then they write the book for you, maybe just $2,000, $3,000. The thing is like, you have to decide what should be the quality, right? If you really want to maintain the highest quality possible, then of course you should go with the top tier. If you have to, uh, if you think that like you, your quality really matters, but you're still on the budget, then you should go with the mid-level. But for you, you just want to produce a book just for producing the book, just for the sake of producing the book, you can go with the low tier. So it completely depends on persons to persons uh, priority. For our company, like uh, the entire book writing process, like it is $12,000, right? And and of course, like we have a proper system through which like we have made it very affordable, but all of, almost all of these writers, they are premium writers. And of course they work with you, they write the entire book for you. And of course we also offer unlimited revisions on every chapters. And uh, this is why like we have a hundred percent success rate, like why uh, almost all of the people, like they're really, really happy about the book which came out. And uh, they felt that the book was written by them right not uh, another person so this is what our number one goal is like to write the book for them in their voice with their personality this is what exactly we do perfect and so now this is the meat and potatoes of it guys after we write the book what everybody fails to ever budget in their book is the marketing now when we go to a, a traditional publisher you're not also you're not never guaranteed to have you know a really great marketing campaign a lot of the times it still falls on you to go and market vikrant what is the magic sauce what do we have to do what do we have to prepare for in order for our book that is written to be a bestseller sure uh, sure. So Justin, like if you talk about bestseller, there are going to be three or four different categories for bestsellers as well. Let's start, start with the with the top. So the first and the premium uh, listing is New York Times bestseller, right? For hitting the New York Times bestseller, uh, you have to 
sell more than 20,000 copies of your book within a week. At the same time, you have to, that's also not guarantee that they will be selecting you uh, on their list. You also have to do so many things like you have to get on maybe hundreds of podcasts, you have to do so many social media campaigns, and you have to get on the actual media things and all kind of stuff. So it's kind of a really, really uh, like a, a high shot. And you, if you really have to uh, go with that, if you really have to achieve that, then you can expect to spend more than $100,000 to hit New York Times bestseller. And there are so many, uh, there are a few people in my circle, like there are some of my friends, like who uh, help people with New York Times bestseller as well. Uh, if any of your listeners are interested in New York Times bestseller, they can reach out to me. I'm going to connecting uh, them with uh, with th those people. And of course, they're going to help you help them uh, for the New York Times. Uh, talking about Wall Street Journal and USA Today. Now, these are also really prestigious list, uh, but this is easy to hit. And the, these are like, of course, uh, we also offer. So uh, in order to hit a bestseller on Wall Street Journal and uh, uh, USA Today Journal, you have to get around more than 5,000 to 7,000 sales in a week. And if you are able to do that, then it pretty much guarantee that you will be uh, on these lists like Wall Street Journal and uh, USA Today. And to do that, like, of course, you have to spend just because you have to get 6,000 to 7,000 sales in a week. You have to do so much of marketing campaign. You have to do some kind of a promotion and all kind of Amazon ads and thing. So you can expect to spend more than fifty to sixty thousand dollars to hit on these list. Now talking about uh, Amazon bestseller, like it is easy to hit bestseller on Amazon. Uh, there's a proper formula to do that. First of all, you have to find out the right categories with the uh, least competition. For example, in your category, maybe the number one book is getting maybe 500 sales or 1,000 sales in a day. So your goal is to get you mo get more than 500 sales so that your book can outrank the number one book and you can become a number one bestseller. And uh, if you have to hit bestseller on Amazon, you can expect to uh, at least have around 4000 to $5,000 to hit bestseller on Amazon. So these are a few different lists uh, if you have to hit on the bestseller, then of course, like you, are, you have to do so many different things and uh, depend if you have any specific question and uh, about any topics, any different list, then of course you can please ask me. I'd be happy to elaborate on that. Fantastic. And, and you know, when, when people are, are going around, I mean, I, I know people who've written books and they're wonderful books, but they just didn't go around and they didn't go and do the PR campaign. Now you, you had a team member reach out to me to obviously uh, reach me onto, to being onto this podcast. Uh, let's talk about, you know, how important the right VA is, right? The right virtual mm -hmm. assistant is in terms of getting you on these podcasts and, you know, what do they need to prepare? What should a, what, what should a budding new author prepare for their CV sheet to, you know, for their sales pitch to get onto some of these podcasts. Sure. So I'm going to be maybe sharing so many nuggets over here. So um, find, found, finding a VA to have me on a podcast was one of the best decisions, right? So I recently started doing the podcast marketing for myself as well. And we have also started doing it for, for our clients. So 
I get on around six to seven podcasts a week, right? Frequently. And um, the thing is like, we have a proper formula for doing that. Uh, so first of all, like I hired a virtual assistant. Uh, she is from Philippines. She's really amazing. She takes care of the entire campaign. Like she uh, uses this, this tool called uh, Listen Notes. Maybe you know about that. Listen Notes is a, is a platform through which you can find almost any podcast in the world with different filters, means or whether it is a top 5% or top 3%, top 2%, top 1%. And you can use so many different filters. You can simply, for example, if your book is about entrepreneurship, you can simply write entrepreneurship and you can find more than 10,000 podcast channels around the topic. You can also find these podcast hosts email address, their website, and you can simply reach out to them. So either you can do that, you, either you can do the outreach, or you can have a virtual assistant who's going to do that thing for you. So um, for me, like if I am, if my goal is to get on maybe 20 podcasts a month, then I have to uh, maybe reach out to 300 to 400 podcast channels, at least in a month in order to get on these podcasts. And the thing is that uh, nowadays to promote a book, one of the best medium to promoting a book is podcast. Uh, there are so many of our clients like who are getting 80% of their sales just from the podcast itself. One of the reasons why, because these podcast guests, like if, if uh, first of all, it, it becomes very easy for uh, you, if you are a best-selling author or if you're an author about any topic, it's going to be easy for you to get on a podcast because, of course, people love to have an author around the topic. And then uh, they're going to be asking you a question about just about the book. And then eventually they will ask you that where can people find you? And then you can promote your uh, book, promote your website over there. And this is where like, you're going to get so many sales. For example, in your case, if maybe 1,000 people are listening to uh, this episode, then maybe out of 1,000, maybe uh, even 20 people, 50 people, 100 people can buy the book, can buy your book, right? Like whoever, uh, so who is coming on the podcast. So the thing is, uh, you have to understand that nowadays, like uh, people are, this is a podcast generation. People like listen to podcasts frequently. So of course, um, to promote a book, one of the best way is to uh, get on podcast and to make it really simplified, you have to hire a VA. Uh, and of course, uh, you don't have to pay a lot. Like you can pay $300, $400, $500 per month. And you can find a really, really good, efficient uh, VA who can do the thing. But one of the thing is you can, first of all, do uh, the entire operation yourself for a week, create a system, create a process, and then have a VA who can do the entire thing for you. See, now you're talking my, my language. I'm all about systems and uh, before marketing. So perfect. Now, now something that I think, um, you know, people would really find interesting is, is what is your recommended lead time? Because now when we're talking about trying to, to blow up the sales on these charts, most of the time is the pre-launch, right? That's getting people the buzz, getting on these podcasts early enough before the book actually drops. Because the day the book drops is the day that you're hoping to, to make the most sales in, in one go. So you reach that that target that you're after, whether it's USA Today or, um, you know, whether it is Amazon bestseller or, or even your New York Times bestseller. Uh, you know, what type of lead time should people expect to start that um 
process and you know do they start it from the day that they're um you know conceptualizing the book and starting that process about what they're writing uh, or do they do it when they're 90 percent finished and you know like you know how many months before they decide to launch or weeks before the early they can start the early it is good uh, the thing is that, of course, uh, for some people, like I've seen that they haven't even come up with a book title or even written a book outline. And then they start talking about those ideas on the podcast. And when they start talking those ideas, then they get a transcriber to transcribe those uh, podcasts. And then a ghostwriter basically uh, write the entire book using those podcasts. So the thing is like, it actually can simplify the entire process for you. And one other thing is like, you can have just the, like, uh, first of all, just create a book outline, have your title and subtitle ready and have just the book cover ready and start promoting it shamelessly on different social media that this book is gonna coming. One thing which is gonna do is it's gonna give you some kind of a deadline that now you have all, uh, told the entire world now you have to sim somehow like write the book publish the book you have to like publish the book with a deadline now at the same time you can start talking about those ideas on so many different uh, platforms like podcasts as well and at the same time uh, uh, start working on the book act actually right uh, and then of course uh, Talking about like the pre-sale, like you can, uh, once you have all the files ready, like the, re uh, the, the manuscript is ready, the, the cover is ready, the interior designing is ready and everything is ready, ISPN is ready. And so what we do for our clients is we publish the book for pre-sale for three weeks, right? And after the three weeks, the book becomes live. But under these three weeks, like we do certain things, certain activities. The first is like we set up the Amazon ads. There's also a platform called BookBub ads, which is way more faster than Amazon ads. Amazon ads is really, really good, but it takes some time to optimize itself. But BookBub ads, like if you'll do it, you, you can start seeing the sales, start getting the results from today itself. If you start the campaign if you run the proper ads and you can set up these kind of ads you can now within these three weeks like you can have so many different podcasts that now you will be having a book link ready just because you have the pre-sales campaign going on and you can within these three weeks like you can have uh, go on maybe at least 10 to 15 different podcasts and start talking about the book and you can ultimately say uh, share about the book and then eventually like uh, in the, on the launch day yeah on, on these three weeks like you know you can also reach out to amazon top reviewers and people who are interested in your book topic in exchange of the reviews so this is also you can do so that the moment the book is goes live like you can have at least a few reviews uh, within two or three weeks like once the book lives you, your goal is to get at least five to ten reviews so that your book doesn't look like uh uh like zero reviews and one review, it, it doesn't look good on Amazon. Nowadays, like people just simply buy the book just by seeing the review. So these are a few things which they can do before they can have the book ready. Cool. Live on Amazon, yeah. Fantastic. And so, uh, you know, there, there's, I'm pretty sure that there's lots of questions milling around to the budding authors' minds as they're in here. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, I'm gonna give you a chance to, to kind of share where can people uh, reach out to you? And of course, you know, everybody, I'm going to have this in the 
uh, description below. But please uh, tell me uh, and tell our audience, where can they reach out to you? Where can they find you? Sure. So, Justine, I believe there are going to be two types of audience uh, who are going to listen to this episode. The first is going to be people who are who have the money and they want to hire a professional service company to do the, all, all the things for, for them. And they're going to be other type of people like who uh, want to write the book themselves or maybe don't have the uh, budget or don't have the enough money to pay a professional service company provider to help them with their book writing publishing journey. So uh, I have something for bo both of these audience. So for those audience like who have the money and who really want to work with a professional service company, they can simply go to bestsellingbook.com check out exactly how we help our clients exactly there's plenty of testimonials and case studies on the website itself and they can simply schedule a call with us and one of our author strategists is going to come on a call with uh, you and they're going to be exactly understanding your book publishing and business goals and share with you the exact roadmap and action plan and then we can take it from there like we will be doing all the things for you like 90 percent of heavy lifting and we'll be writing the entire book for you, editing it, publishing it, marketing it, making it a bestseller, everything we can do. The second is for those people like who don't have the financial resources or who maybe who just want to write the book themselves. I have created a checklist which we use for our clients as well. And we use this checklist to take it like to go from book idea, then the writing, editing, publishing, everything. There's so many steps involved. If you if you if you look into it, uh, and then of course it's gonna it's gonna help them make the entire publishing journey look very very easy, because of course so what they can do is they can simply go to bestsellingbook.com forward slash checklist, they can download this checklist, print it out, paste it on their wall in front of them, and uh, and then of course start working on their book publishing journey. And this checklist also comes with a blueprint, which explains how to use this checklist step by step. So, yep, this is, these are going to be two resources for both type of audience. Fantastic. And also they're going to be able to pick up that book uh, on, on your website. Is it on Amazon and stuff as well? No. So it is, you can simply go to uh, bestsellingbook.com slash checklist and you can, it's a simple checklist and with a 25 to 30 pages blueprint, which explains how to use this checklist. Fantastic. Well, Vikrit, I always ask uh, all of our list, um, all of our podcast guests uh, about a book or a resource that deeply impacted the career. Now, I know you alluded to one. Is that the same one that you're going to allude to for today? Uh, the one that you found <laughs> in the library uh, at 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 your school, or do you have another book or resource that has deeply impacted your career? So, I think um, I've already shared about Rich Dad Poor Dad, but I think I'll grab this opportunity to share one more resource for your audience and that resource maybe you have heard about it this resource is called focus mate so maybe you are hearing it from the first time but yeah focus mate is a platform which has improved my productivity 10 times means initially uh when i used to work maybe 10 hours a day uh now i'm even if i'm just spending one or two hours a day I'm getting 10 times more results, 10 times more productivity in the same time, like within just one or two hours. And one of the reason is like, just because if we are as an entrepreneur, if we as a business owner, if we work, we don't have our own boss. We don't have any accountability partner. 
And there are pros of this and there are some also cons of it. And the cons is like, sometimes we procrastinate. Actually, most of the time we procrastinate at that hey, like, okay, I'll be doing it maybe tomorrow, maybe next week or something. This is why like we are not able to go into the flow state and we are not able to perform our best. So this platform called Focusmate, uh, it's a kind of a community where you go with a 50 minute session. There's gonna also be one person over there in front of you with a camera on. The person is gonna be uh, sharing you exactly what's their goal for 50 minutes. Like maybe they're gonna study, they have to work something. And then you also share your goal for this 50 minutes and then you start working together right and after 50 minutes like you share with each other like whether you are able to uh, accomplish that goal or not and then they also share and then you uh, take a break for 10 minutes and then again a 50 minute uh, uh, session starts and it is a resource like it is just five dollars per month and their three sessions are free over there so of course you can also try it yourself it, it has really drastically uh, improved my productivity tenfold. So I just wanted to share this uh, this resource with your audience. As well. Oh, what a what a great resource to share with people, and hopefully people will get to check that out. I mean, uh, in terms of coaching, I think uh, an accountability partner is really great. And, and you're right, most people we spend a lot of time procrastinating, and so you know we rather do the busy work, the things that make us busy time, mm -hmm. time uh, but we don't do the work that moves the needle because we have some sort of fear or some sort of you know resentment or um, you know. Uh, uh, some some sort of block that doesn't allow us to kind of get forward with that unless somebody kind of pushes uh, pushes us a little bit. So thank you for sharing that. So everybody, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thank you, Vikrant, for joining me here and sharing so many uh, little nuggets for for all of our listeners. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Uh, and and please please feel free to check out the links in the description below. Uh, and and I'm so happy to to have met you. Really really great chatting with you today. And uh, and thank you for joining me here on the show. Thank you so much, Justin. It was amazing talking to you. We want to thank you for listening to the Digging Deep podcast with 360 Media. Your time is valuable, and we're deeply humbled that you are spending this time with us. We'd love to connect with you. Find us on Instagram at 360photo and at Tactical Titans. You can also email us. We want to make this channel great, something you enjoy and find tons of value in. Send us your insights to info at 360photo.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps us reach more listeners. As always, tune in next week as we dig deeper into business and marketing.